Who's excited for part two of our Ruby episode? Are you Buddha? I am. And you are too, I know, because we got some amazing cosplayers and the stars of Ruby are coming on. Part two of Ruby, right here on The Ship Show. Tune in, don't go nowhere. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, go Greg, go Greg. <laughs> Guys, can I just show you something? I, I couldn't be in my studio today, but um, I'm visiting my sister, and so my dog was dancing a little bit. Oh, <gasps> oh look at that mama. She was dancing. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get this party started. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hello. Thank you for joining us on the Ship It Show. Um, this is a world that Greg and I know very little about. I mean, Greg knows very little about every world, but this one is in particular it's true, it's true. is um, new to us. And we checked it out and we've been doing a little research on it. It's just this amazing phenomenon to have an American created anime show take off in the way that it did. So I want to get into all of your origin stories of how you got these jobs. And usually we start the show with how we find you on social media. So I'm just going to go in order on my Zoom. Barbara, please tell the world who you are and how they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, well, I play Yang Xiaolong in Ruby. She's the Y in the RWBY. Uh, and I'm on pretty much every social media platform as B Dunkelman. It's just B and then my last name, D-U-N-K-E-L-M-A-N. Barbara, I know you from somewhere, right? Another Comic-Con we've hung out? Yeah, we, we've done a couple conventions, I think, all together. I know we've met your uh, little pup as well. Yeah, good to Jesus. Cutie patootie, little man. Yes, yeah. the best. Oh, is he going to get little man right now? Please tell me he's going to get <laughs> little man right now. Probably. Oh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect timing for my intro then, too. Hello, I am Lindsay Jones. I do the voice of Ruby Rose in Ruby. Uh, we even have a line about how Ruby and Ruby is confusing, but you'll get it. I'm the R in Ruby, the show title. Uh, yeah, and I've been working with Barbara at Rooster Teeth for almost 10 years now, which is crazy. Wow, so Hi, you're, the, you're the Ruby. So tell us, tell us your origin story. Tell us how, how this all came to be and and your background and, and how you got this part. And then we'll get into like how it exploded and stuff. But tell us the, the origin story of you becoming Ruby. Sure. First, Terry, uh, you're the wingman. Hold on, this is priority. Uh, as much as Ruby is very important. <laughs> of course, no. Please. Wingman is Tara's uh, fiance. That is my fiance. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, congrats. He's a I mean, scoundrel, though. He, he cheats on me all the time. He's a little scoundrel. Oh, scamp. <laughs> Goodness. Got a lot of love to give. Like, I, I want to know more. We need to expand the team name now so we can bring Wingman in. Like the W is, I'm sorry, Weiss. But yeah. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> listen. A new W in Ruby is Wingman. <laughs> listen. It's canon wow. now. Some creative decisions were made. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually signed up to, uh, or I applied to work at the company as an editor. I did very traditional, um, just applications for a job. I was interested in some form of media acting, but I didn't really know how to break into that side of the industry. So it was a lot of post and pre-production work. Um, and then when Monty, the creator of the show started expressing interest in hiring uh, voice actors and trying to look into who would play what parts, um, we had already bonded over just a love of like, uh, just animation in general and multiple forms. Um, but he specifically said, I want to create a show that's very heavily inspired by traditional anime, um, a mm. lot that I grew up with. Um, I said, awesome, that sounds incredible. Uh, and he offered me the the chance to audition and I got the part. So uh, in a, a lot of ways, I mean, wow, literally. Wow, that was your first audition? Everything. 
Yeah. So for voice acting, yes. So um, I'd done on camera work before. I'd done theater performances, but never voice acting. So wow. thanks, Monty. Hi, wow. Great. What a great yeah. story. The first Actually, audition yeah. I ever made, I ever had. Was yeah, your first, boy. right? Really? Yeah, my oh, first that's awesome. was Beast Boy. Nice, nice. And I started in theater. We have a lot of parallel things going on. That's what's oh, cool. up. Cool. Oh well, I respect you, fellow thespian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll do. I'm not bite my that. thumb at you. I promise. I love that story, Lindsay. It it gives hope to people too that like think, you know, you have to do things a certain way, but then sometimes fate steps in and you have these opportunities and you got to grab them when they come. So, for sure, like, for sure, good for you, amazing. Um, Thanks. Okay. I mean, I would be remiss to say I don't have a bit of privilege that got myself to the position that I'm in. Of course, we should identify that for sure. I've been very, very lucky in a lot of senses, but yeah, and that's kind Rest. of the beauty of the online connectivity now is people can do this anywhere. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. So true. So true. Barbara, tell us your origin story. Uh, well, it's it's almost the exact same as Lindsay, uh, funny enough. Um, just some some background with Rooster Teeth. Uh, they're the production company that makes the show Ruby. And Lindsay and I both have worked at the company in other positions over the past 10 or so years. Um, I actually started off in marketing. And I had no intention of ever doing voice acting or acting or anything like that. But uh, Monty, the creator, again, just... The people he surrounded himself with he was uh, our fellow employee at the company he just approached me about voicing this character he had in mind that was in his words a badass goldilocks character and i thought that was awesome uh because i was like that i've always wanted to do voice acting mm. as a kid and i never thought i would get the opportunity so um you know i auditioned for it just like Lindsay as well got the part and uh, just like Lindsay, it was my first ever voice role and it kind of opened the door to other opportunities as well but Wow. It's just been a whirlwind. Hmm. Amazing. Like you guys bypassed the struggling and the waiting tables <laughs> to learn your audition. Going back to that privilege I was talking about. <gasps> yeah. Incredibly lucky. Very wow. privileged. Definitely, uh, yes. Right right place at the right time kind of situation. Did, did uh, you guys hmm. know right away that it was gonna be a big hit? Not at all. Uh even internally within the company. I mean, we clearly had an established fan base with Red versus Blue, um, which Monty worked on. Uh, you should absolutely check out his work with that in his Haloid and Machinimating series. They're fantastic. Um, but that was that was the heavy focus for the company. So when Monty proposed a show like this, there was some understanding trepidation saying, Oh, this is like, well, people like this. Um, and so for not only our fan base, but for people outside of the fan base and outside of like our, our own country are loving this. And receiving it with uh, extremely positive reviews is just like incredibly overwhelming and insanely humbling. I, yeah. I cannot express how awesome it is. Yeah, we definitely, I, I think, had no expectations for it. I think we thought like, oh, you know, the audience that we already have, I think, will like this show because they're the audience we've built and they tend to enjoy the content we make because it's all, you know, has a similar feel, similar sense of humor. So we knew that they would like it, but to see how much it's taken off outside of our audience, um, you know, it got picked up in Japan and other countries, it's getting translated all over the world. Um, and to see just that audience expand beyond what we already accumulated over the, the years before uh, is something that none of us expected, I don't think. That's big magic right there. That's so cool. Yeah. I know, that right? the best way so to describe rewarding. it, big magic. It, it feels like we're going to wake up. Tell me <laughs> yeah. who knows nothing about nothing. How how um like tell me about the the whole the whole concept of the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, Barbara's a little bit more articulate when it comes to breaking down some stuff, but I might hand it over to her to be more professional. Please, it is Barbara. absolutely. I'll, I will do my best. It's definitely it's in its eighth season now, so there's a lot of lore to kind of cover. 
but essentially it's about these four girls who go to this academy that trains hunters and huntresses to fight the evil uh, presences of the world that are called Grimm. We and, need that right know, now. Yeah, I know, right? Um, definitely life. could use them in the United States these days. Um, but uh, yeah, essentially they go to this academy. They all have these cool weapons and these kind of like superpowers that are called semblances. Mm. So for example, um, Ruby, uh, who's played by Lindsay, has kind of this like really cool super speed semblance. Uh, the character I play, Yang, has a semblance where every time she gets hurt, she gets stronger. Um, mm. which I would love to have in real life. If I'm being honest yeah. and very clumsy, it would be very handy. Um, but yeah, it's it's just kind of like Harry Potter meets Sailor Moon meets... Uh, I was trying to think of like, if you wanted to genreify it, I'm like, we have magical girl elements, but at the same time, it's funny you mentioned us needing role models like this or characters like this now. It's like, let me tell you, art imitates life very heavily in this show as well, especially in the current seasons. I'll leave it at that. Um, but it... it, wow, it that works. It, Along with the character, especially with Ruby, I feel like when the show started, it was very much these children finding themselves in a very fantastic, magical world, which it still is, but it's become very serious and very real very quickly. And they've had to step up and become uh, adults, um, sometimes before they're ready. Yeah, well, wow. and, it, right and the girls, that. the girls are the mm-hmm. heroes of the show. It's it's a very cool woman power kick ass show. And I think Absolutely. the girl, girls are the superheroes of this moment in, in reality as well in this in this dimension we're living in outside of absolutely. the park. Especially women of color, man. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All, all women. Mama Earth, especially. Right. I mean, she, exactly. Giving, giving her recognition and praising her and, and, and the You're fact You're going to make me want to go outside, Craig. I'm like, I know. It's a beautiful day here in Austin, too. You're making me want to take this outside. <laughs> after this, after this, we're all going. I'm going to jump in the ocean. Have you guys had um, fun experiences at Comic-Cons, meeting fans, dressing as your characters? And, you know, Greg and I get that a lot for Titans. Like, they'll say, oh, you know, Raven helped me through my parents' divorce, or I was depressed until I met Twilight Sparkle. And, you know, just share some of that con experience that you guys have had. Or I wouldn't be running around barking like a dog if it wasn't for Beast Boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I think you might. We obviously haven't been to many conventions in the last year, of course. Haven't been to any in-person stuff. Um, but going to conventions, I think, is something that uh, myself and, and the rest of Team Ruby love kind of, I think, the most out of this whole experience is getting to meet the people who watch the show and who are affected by it on such a profound level which is something that I never thought I would be a part of, which is humbling and incredible, um, you know, to hear stories of people who, again, have gone through difficult times, whether it's their parents' divorce or anxiety or depression, and they just needed something to get their mind off of things or to make them smile or to be inspired by. And having our show be that catalyst is just an incredible honor. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, my character has been through a, a few difficult moments, including a moment where she actually loses her arm in uh, a, a big moment in the show That's and heavy. have actually met a few people who have had prosthetics or things of that nature. And have said, like, it's really amazing to see a character represent that side of things because mm-hmm. that's such a rare thing, especially in, in animated shows and anime. So that's a, a uh, true honor for me to carry. <laughs> And have you met kids dressed like you at Comic-Cons, like as your character? All the time. And I'm always blown away. I'm just like, oh my gosh, the time and effort and money that people spend on these things. And just because they love something so much, it's 
That is incredibly humbling. That is really I feel cool. like when people come to the booth and cosplay, they're like, I'm a huge fan of your work. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of your work. Look at what you're wearing. You made this? This yeah. is incredible. Oh, my gosh. Like, insanely talented. I'm inspired. I want to know more about the whole world, more about the characters. Also, more about your arm. Like, you you lose your you lose your arm during the series or before? It's like the character's backstory. Uh, it's uh, in volume three, so it's in the, the third season. Of and then the from series. there on after, no arm. Pro- does she have a prosthetic? Or what does she she, she gets a robotic prosthetic, yeah. That's, I would argue, even cooler than a real human arm, if I have to say. Hey, y'all want to be cyborg. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Lindsay, how yeah. about you? Any Any memorable con moments? Yeah, uh, echoing off what Barbara said, um, I think all of our fans are insanely talented and watching them create and using us as inspiration for their creation is just this like symbiotic relationship of beauty that I love and positivity that the world needs, as we talked about before. Um, So I I have a special place in my heart for um, kids who love the show. I'm a parent now. So we have if when we have kids come to the booth and they say exactly what Barbara said, like, I, I love Ruby, I've looked up to her as a character, or I need her for whatever reason, it's insanely humbling as well, because I was that child, not only watching cartoons or shows, but as someone who wanted to get into performing, I, w- I would go to conventions and meet voice actors or other actors and say, like, I, I want to do what you do at, at a certain point. And now the tables have quite literally turned and I'm, I'm giving advice to someone else, be it good or bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm still learning as well. Um, I just think that's incredibly awesome. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Do you guys have time to pursue other shows too? Is that something that it's parlayed into other opportunities for you? Uh, yeah, for the most part, Ruby doesn't really take up too much of our time. Um, both Lindsay and I also have other jobs outside of voice acting that we do on a day-to-day basis. So we're very lucky to get to balance both of those interests. Um, for me, I've had the opportunity to audition at Funimation for a few shows. Uh, I actually got cast on Fairy Tale as a character called Cosmos, which was my first kind of outside role outside of the show. And that was really exciting and really nerve wracking. But uh, it's cool to have those opportunities and you know to get a foot in the door that way. Yeah, same. Uh, I got to do a few Funimation auditions. I was actually uh, in Overlord, which is awesome. I did a couple episode arc there. Super cool. Um, along with that, Ruby has opened up a great world of uh, collaborating with video game production. Um, I work with Achievement Hunter mostly uh, for my day to day, which is our achie- uh, video game focused department of Rooster Teeth. And now Ruby is in uh, you know multiple fighting games. There are RPGs opening up. There are so many uh, community groups dedicated to Ruby characters in video games. Like it's the list goes on. I just like that there's this crossover. In the two worlds that I love so much. Can you say what characters me and Tara are going to play? Because I want to be on the show. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Have yes. you? I'm like, hey, wait I'm a second. The writers. Wait, wait, wait. Greg, did you, did you even watch an episode before interviewing me? I will before we record some episodes as our new that's Ruby right. characters. <laughs> uh, I'll send you that, Spark notes. That's the cool thing about the show, though, is that every season there's a new, a new character or multiple new characters there you that we go. introduce. So there's mm-hmm. always I'm. There's and always so it is. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. An additional layer to the show is every character is inspired by some sort of mythological or uh, fantastical creature or char- character. So, you know, Greg, if you have any stories you really like, you could also I really like, do. I want to tell the story of dog being the highest form of life on the planet and yes. um, the, the most, uh, you know, all the greatest qualities in the universe are in dog. Patience, compassion, loyalty, you know, Absolutely. Uh, beauty, all, all, all it goes on and on and on. And I would love for my character rep- to represent well, that. Well, I think uh, fun is for sure. I think Swine <laughs> needs a voice. Maybe. There we go. Oh my god! <laughs> you can voice a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
so of course our show is about shipping. Do you guys get a lot of fan fiction drawings? Um, what's like the biggest ships on your show? Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. I have Barbara. Um, I feel like we could say Bumblebee is a pretty hefty ship from fans. Yeah, I would probably uh, say Bumblebee is probably the the biggest, at least like most discussed ship. I think, which is um the character that I play, Yang, and the B in Ruby, which is Blake, voiced by Aaron Zach. Um, the characters have had this tension, this romantic tension, kind of throughout the show. Um, you know, we'll have to see what happens, but it's a big ship. It's called Bumblebee because. Uh, black and yellow essentially nice. are the, yes. the colors that they represent so it's like a bumblebee and not only from a fan standpoint we talked about as actors like or i guess like having a little bit of a writing background i'm like this makes sense if they were to ever become a romantic relationship but that's purely from our end we would like to see that um what doesn't make sense to me which i have seen is white rose and i know that's gonna ruffle some feathers listen everybody you white rose fans out there i love you you write your fanfic you do whatever you need to do i just don't think it makes sense canonically yeah but, you know, the future is undetermined. We'll see. That's, that's the cool thing about ships, though, and, and fan fiction is it's so cool to see people so invested in these characters that we play and the story that, you know, we're part of that they're inspired to create their own reality based off of that and their own stories based off the stories that we tell. So mm-hmm. to see these ships in this fan fiction, I mean, as long as people are having fun and nothing's hurting anyone, like, just go exactly. for it. Have fun with it. Yeah, it's always cre- creativity is the greatest rebellion there is. And through these stories yeah. that we're telling in these worlds, we get I'll to be I'll see a part you of. on AO3. What's AO3? It's a fan fiction website. I got to go, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning something new every moment. Oh, every day. Cool. I could tell you too much about the internet. <laughs> Let's bring in our cosplayers. Okay. Yes. Yay! Yeah. Whoa! Worth the wait. Oh, yes. Look at you. Yeah. Oh, you look so cute. Oh, I was going to say, I need to see. You guys. (gasps) That's gorgeous. (laughs) Okay, let's let's introduce everybody. I'm going to go in order on the Zoom and tell everybody your name and where to find you on social. We'll start with Galaxy Queen. I'm Galaxy Queen, and I go by Jess. And on most social medias, I'm Galaxy Queen Cosplay. Gorgeous. Casey. Um, my name is Casey. I go by Labanac or Labanac and Mangaloo Cosplays or LM Cosplays. If, if you look it up, it's like the cosplay skull that comes up. That's me. So, hello. <laughs> Word. Okay, Miss Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. Uh, I go online by Ilina Neko or Ashley Ilina Neko. Wow. You guys look gorgeous. Anyone want to take it, you can start with what inspired you about this show to, to cosplay these characters. I feel like Ruby should go first, right? <laughs> there you go. Team leader. Yeah. Um, so I was first inspired by the red trailer. I saw it us when it first came out and I completely fell in love with like the fighting cinematics and how she has that big scythe and she fought all those grims and uh, she's really cute too. And um, I really connected with her like once I actually started to watch the show because she has a very similar personality to me, very like bubbly and like I'm gonna run like a billion miles an hour because like speed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I was just like, I need to cosplay her. And like, I know for a long time I, did not cosplay her because I didn't think that I was good enough for a long time. I, I like I had a lot of self-confidence problems. Um, and it didn't take me until like volume four, uh, like when I first saw her new outfit and I was super inspired and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I 
like, I love this character. I want to bring her to life. I, I want to make a giant crescent rose that transforms and I, and I want to go completely out and just have fun. And um, now here I am 30 <laughs> plus rubies later, <laughs> and uh. multiple crescent roses. <laughs> and so I'm just having good. the time of my life. So uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. I love Ruby. That makes me so happy. We, Ruby, the show, loves you. I'm sure Ruby oh, the character you. too. That's awesome. I can't wait to be on the Ruby show. It's <laughs> really fun. Wait. You're not on the show. Okay. Ashley, tell us what inspired you to cosplay this character. I actually decided to cosplay her when she first appeared in the show, which is episode one, but she didn't really have a face back then. So that was an interesting challenge. Um, I decided to make her volume one dress first. And right when I wanted to wear the dress, her face was revealed in the, the last episode of the first volume. So that made me really happy. And the moment I heard Jessica's voice, I immediately was like, oh yes, it's Jessica. This is so perfect. I love her. Every time Cinder gets a new outfit, I just, I have to make it. I've always been more attracted to the villains than to the good guys. Cause they're yeah. just really interesting to me cause their motives for a good guy, their motives are always, well, this is what's good, you know? And for a villain, I'm always very interested why they're doing what they're doing. And I think Cinder is a perfect example of we don't really know what she's doing. So she's still one of the most interesting Mysterious. characters to me. <laughs> very complex. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And your eyes are beautiful, by the way. They're huge. Thank you. Oh, yeah. My, my one eye. All the makeup you guys have done is just your gorgeous. claws are yeah. The yeah, you guys look amazing. Galaxy Queen. Incredible. Uh, I was supposed to introduce Bible Ruby for my sister Ashley when we was in college. And it was after volume one came out. And it was also during the beginning whenever I was supposed to get into cosplay. And we was like, you know what? Uh, I love the show. I love all the designs. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do this. Uh, since then, I've started cosplaying over like 15 different characters and Ruby, uh, mainly Velvet and Yang. And yeah, I've I seen your velvet. It's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I do Yang because I am the oldest sister of six siblings. Wow. And yeah. Are you sure you shouldn't be cosplaying Jean? My goodness. Maybe my youngest brother. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm an oldest sister. I take most of the responsibility and. I don't like people touch my hair either. I like to do lots of different hairstyles, yeah, and different mm -hmm. habits. Yeah. yeah, Yang is very nice. particular about her hair since she is based off Goldilocks. <laughs> she has mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. very protective nature over her locks. Have you guys gone to Comic-Con dressed as these characters? A few. You know, I know a lot of people get excited when kids want to take pictures with you and uh, meeting the actors and stuff. Just share some of your fun con stories. Uh, for me, some of the most fun Ruby uh, cosplay experiences are when I get to perform on stage because I'm really into uh, cosplay competitions so I really love when I get to perform a whole skit in front of so many people and yeah. then people come up to me afterwards asking me what it's from and they actually get into Ruby because they saw the stage performance and that's so special to me that <laughs> because people saw your costume they're getting into the show I, you're I doing marketing kind of for us. Say, thank you. Yeah. We will send we you a paycheck. Be, we should be thank you. <laughs> Back when cons was a thing, I used to host Ruby photo shoots at my local conventions. And I uh, used to get a lot of people. And whenever my current workplace will have a Halloween event, uh, I will normally dress up as a Ruby character to throw everyone off. And there was one year I cosplayed as Yang. 
and this little girl uh she saw me and she's like mom it's yank it's yank and it was like a haunted house thing and she had to keep on going and she kept wanting to come back and i'm like i'm sorry Oh, 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 that's awesome, though. Have you all ever dressed up as your characters, the actors? Yeah, we actually did get to cosplay as our characters for an RTX, which is our, our um, company's convention here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we have it yearly. And uh, Anna Hullum, who voices Raven in the show, um, actually made all of our costumes because she's a super fantastic, uh, like, she, she could do her own cosplay, too. She's really yeah. getting into cosplay. It's what I'm getting at. But yeah, she wow, made all of really our cool. costumes. They're great. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Multi-talented. Yeah, that was, I think, 2015, maybe? I think so. It was volume two, I believe. Like, it was right when the show was taken off. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Would you guys like to cosplay more characters? Oh, yes. Oh, oh my absolutely. Goodness. I would like to cosplay, like, I don't know, characters that aren't us. But, I mean, we all have biases of characters we prefer. I'm a big fan of Nora. I like A lot of people are. But I just really like her hammer a lot. I'd love to do that. You led me up to a perfect question to ask you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Casey did not... Casey didn't get an answer about cons yet. Oh, good. Casey, then I got a oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so I have a lot of like really fun experiences from cons, although a lot of my favorite experiences come from the uh, well, some of the events that I run um, at cons. Uh, one in particular are Ruby cookie parties and Ruby pajama parties. And what? essentially, I want to go to those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, this is so cool. That's so much they're, fun. Like, they're so great. Uh, like, people bring snacks, they all come together. One year, oh somebody actually brought milk and they were like the hero of the <laughs> uh, because nobody I'll ever bring, brings I'll bring milk. the almond milk. I'll bring the almond milk and the coconut milk. Yes, and the yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Cookie parties. But like, what's so great? From <laughs> about I'm a the cookie, cookie parties. Yes, yes. Am, What's I so just, great about them? Literally, is... while we're on the phone, I just ordered 20 <laughs> vegan cookies to the house. Oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. Man, I wish being able to like have cookies like delivered here. Like I used to have one, and then they closed, and I was like, yeah. oh damn it! Uh, <laughs> I need the cookies. Uh, uh, but party. what's so great about the cookie parties is um it like really brings the community together and i know that there's a lot of people who go to cons sometimes by themselves and that kind of thing and that can be hard for some people um to like find a friend group or to make friends or have fun so the cookie party like really brings the community together yeah. so that we can come together with our with what we love and celebrate what we love together with cookies and friendship and, and great conversations and lots of laughs. So absolutely, who buys I think the that's cookies? absolutely my favorite part. Oh, who buys, who buys oh, like we all do. <laughs> like, I think there was one year, uh, somebody gave me a Zwybutt cookie cutter and I decided that I was going to make a whole bunch of Zwybutt uh, sugar cookies. Nice. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. yeah, with a little X on the butt, yeah. like from the Ruby Chibi episode. Like I was like, this, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, but Tara, we, got... we should do waffles parties for Teen Titans Go waffles. You... Oh, yes, <laughs> I love. Can waffles. you guys hear my dog in the back? <laughs> waffles. No, no waffles. No, you're good. I think. Oh no man. Way. Oh, look Aww. at the cute doggo. Oh, cute. oh them. Mom. Oh yeah, I'm demanding Ooh, waffles and cookie food. crossover for oh, sure. Like this. Yeah. Girl, she wants some waffles. waffles. I couldn't be in my studio today, so she gets to be on the show. Oh, yeah. special, special. Yeah. Extra special. So cute. I, I love all those stories, and I love um, the cookie parties and getting up on stage and performing and understanding that you know, in regular life, some a lot. We talk to a lot of cosplayers who, you know, are shy in their regular lives, but once they suit up, they have all this confidence. They have so much fun, and they get on play, and it's like really really miss going to cons so thank you for sharing those experiences um i'll i'll let you ask your question question greg and then i've got one more question for the cosplay girls 
Okay. Ship, marry, kill someone. Oh, that's the question you were going to ask. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I thought you had a good question. And go. It's a deep question. This is a very deep, critical (laughs) moment in our show. We won't judge. Don't worry. We'll we'll have earmuffs the whole time. Right, yeah. (laughs) Ship, marry, kill. Okay, well, we have to ship Yang and Blake because, like, B... (laughs) like oh man that last episode with like the hug and like their foreheads touched their foreheads touched there was a face cupping it was it was lovely it was pure and beautiful so yes ship into reality huh these ships are showing up because the fans want them to happen um they show up in the story a little bit I mean, I think people uh, are very observant and yeah. there are things that are written in the show that have been planned since the very beginning. And I mm. think things are starting to come to fruition and people are noticing things. So nice. um, we don't really change the course of the story based off fan reaction. There there are things that well, are always I think if they didn't like the characters, you wouldn't continue, but they love them. They love exactly. them. It's impossible to hate any Ruby characters. <laughs> we love them all, yeah, right? <laughs> so did you do ship, marry, kill? All three of them? Oh, uh, Mary, uh, Ren, and Nora, because they are super cute. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh. They are adorable. Love them. So oh, cute. I went for polyamorous. I was like, "Oh, you married both? That's great. You got you three would be lovely together." I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> them marrying yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, like that's right. also <laughs> lovely. You know, that's great." I'm just accepting everyone. <laughs> I usually yes, ship yes. when I when I when I get asked this question, I ship at least four at a time. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh yeah. Lots of ships. We'd love for ships. everyone. And then kill Salem because um, I I just want people to be happy. <laughs> yeah, so, understandable. Yeah. The big baddie. Take it away, Ashley. <laughs> okay, I would I would ship Clover and Crow because I think Crow deserves some love after everything he's been through. Um, Mary, probably Blake and Yang because after that cute moment they they deserve some more, you know. And kill Tyrion for sure. I mean, oh yeah, ooh that's a good one. He's evil. I'm scared. Oh of gosh, him. yeah. Galaxy, can you give it to us. Uh, ship Velva and Coco. Nice. That's a good ship, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Mary, yeah. uh, Black, and Yang. Because, yeah. And then uh, Kyo Anwood. Oh, <gasps> how dare you? Oh, well, I don't know. He's a pretty big baddie lately. Nice. <laughs> he's a uh, and S up, let's say. Uh, now I wish I would have worn Ironwood instead of Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley likes the bad guys. Yeah, of course. Same question to our actresses. I was going to say, do we also need yeah. to answer? Oh boy, this is going to cause some fights. Ship, I have always been a Penny Ruby shipper. I feel like there's a lot of potential there for a beautiful um, asexual relationship between the two of them. Just a lot of love and skipping through fields, holding hands together and <laughs> believing in dreams. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, as far as Mary, uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Blake and Yang. I think that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm all about that. Um, kill? Oh boy, I, mm. everything in my, the Ruby in me says, no, don't kill. That's the hardest <laughs> one for me every time. I can never answer Yeah. It. The Lindsay in me says Jacques Schnee. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had that prepared. <laughs> it seems like you already knew. <laughs> I did. Oh boy. Uh, That's a good one. Maybe he can be reformed. We don't know. I, I mean, I'm the captain of the Bumblebee ship. I got a ship, Blake and Yang, <laughs> to the end of time. Um, Mary, if it were me personally, I would want to marry Nora 
because she is just a little fireball, a little firecracker. I love her so much. Um, but I would love to see uh, Nora and Ren together. Um, and then for Kill, I'd have to agree with Lindsay. I think Jacques Schnee, his time is up, I would say, personally. He's like he's not a villain per se, but he's just a really awful person that just sucks. Just that so, name sounds yeah. horrible. Jacques Schnee. Yeah, Jacques Schnee. Yeah. It's the yeah. name you'd say as you shake your hand. Like, Jacques Schnee. Jacques Schnee. <laughs> Gross. Ah. <laughs> All right, so now I thought it would be fun since you guys are here, um, cosplay goddesses. If you have any questions for the stars of the show, you guys can kind of take over, ship it since you guys are such good fans and ask the actors anything you might want to know. No pressure. I just appreciate their address as goddesses because let's be honest, yes. Great. Yeah. Good labeling. Everybody on here is a goddess. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are there any two characters you wish would interact more in the show it doesn't really have to be characters that already interacted but just two characters that you think will be very interesting together oh, interesting that's a good question yes actually and i don't i'm gonna say this and it's weird this is me saying this without any involvement with the show writing whatsoever but um, I want more Pira Ruby, whether it be through memories or otherwise, because that was a huge thing for her to literally witness, like Pira leaving <laughs> this earth. So yeah, we never have really had a chance to kind of flesh out like what their relationship was or like like why exactly this impacts Ruby so much, aside from just her being like, good friends with Pira. Like there's got to be some deeper levels to that too. Mm. So yeah. I would love to see at some point in the series, more Yang and Sun interaction. Cause I don't really <laughs> think we've had like any, maybe a little bit, but I feel like they're very similar. Cause like they're both these like big buff blondes. Who are gym rats. Like You're Blake. Gym <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have similar interests. Uh, and I feel like that would be a really fun dynamic. Um, I also really love to see Yang and Jean interact because that feels very like sibling-y kind of mm-hmm. um, interactivity and also just more ruby and yang i feel like they're they're sisters and we haven't really seen all that much from them together so hoping for more of that as well barbara your whole screen right now looks like you're in a a movie right now the way you look you look like such a movie star whatever filter very professional that that purple (laughs) oh thank you i have a hue lights i have a a ring light in front of me this is what we do all day so (laughs) Hoping my setup the standard pink. purple gaming lighting. Yeah. Good. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Everybody <laughs> looks you. good, but yours looks like a movie right now. Yeah. Any other cosplayers have questions for the stars of the show? I have a question. Um, if you had the ability or was able to design outfits for Kyoto's and Ruby, what would the outfits be? So far we haven't seen too much that deals with like like metal suiting aside from like when they go into the paladins or we actually have like robot or or cyborg characters but i've never like i want to see team ruby like with jetpacks flying through the air like that'd be awesome that'd (laughs) That'd be so cool badass um i i'm kind of like the opposite i want to see kind of more like casual outfits for the girls like i would love to see yang in something a little more feminine but still have that like masculine edge that she kind of has like a floral dress, but combat boots and a leather jacket. I think would be so cool. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, just like to see them kind of, you know, still look like their characters, but more out of their element a little bit. I think that'd be fun. Casey, 
You have the coolest background of them all, though, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's for you. <laughs> nice super paper awesome thing I that, that I got yeah. in front of my backdrop so you don't see the cosplay mess that's behind me. <laughs> Yeah, that's very when you described all those rubies you have I think you have just like an Iron Man arsenal at one point you're going to launch them all out into the world like all the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, right. oh. <laughs> that's what's behind the screen yeah right true true um well I guess I'll go into my question it would be cosplay related um so since you guys uh, us have cosplayed your characters is there another character from the show that you'd cosplay I've always loved Emerald's look I've always loved her cosplay or her costume. Um, and when I see people cosplay her character, it always looks so cool. I love like the hair color she has and just like the way everything kind of like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh around her body. It's just such a cool look. I don't think I have the physique to pull off a lot of the Ruby characters cosplays. I feel like I need to work on my six pack a little bit for that. Gosh, the animators do such a great job of designing all the looks and the way all the characters come together. It's so beautiful. So it's hard to pick. I have to pick just one. Barbara, you have a six pack? Uh, no. <laughs> I have a I have a, oh, six pack of beer downstairs. There you go. Yeah. Contributing to my lack of six pack. You up here. definitely don't need to answer that question, Barb. Sight. <laughs> like I feel like we were obligated like... to say yes because of our characters. Like they've been training their whole lives. It's like, yeah, huh? Yeah, yes, just... we're that cool. <laughs> I actually think that's one of the beautiful things about cosplay is it really doesn't matter your body type, how old you are, the color of your skin. Uh, you know, it's like it's open to everybody, and it's such an inclusive world. That's why I love, I love the whole world of cosplay so much. Um, and you guys look amazing. Do you guys cosplay a lot of other characters too? I mean, I just Google search like the ship and then, or the show. And then I'm like, Oh, I like that one. I like that one. Um, but do you guys have other favorite cosplay characters that you do? Uh, I have one. Um, when you talked about that, you can have any body shape and still cosplay. Um, I always like to go for a challenge and pick a character that's nothing like me and then try to body shape myself into that character. Oh, so no. one of my favorites is uh, general Ironwood. Because I'm very feminine looking and it's very hard to pull off a big military man like him. Mm. So I love wearing that costume because I feel That's so fun. different and so so cool, you know. I That's love awesome. when cosplayers, yeah, like do the, like if they're cosplaying a male character and they're female or, or you know, however they identify, it's you yeah. know, the opposite. It's always cool to see people's takes on that version of a we character. had a super duper hot chick who pan painted herself as cyborg on um so the side jinx episode whoa it was just the most beautiful and i was like yes girl she hand painted the costume like the, these people wow. are amazing now, this might sound twisted but some of my favorite cosplay has been seeing the the male ravens at the con yeah. <laughs> that's super cool. why is that weird that's freaking awesome i that's love awesome. it oh, i yes. think a cool crossover too you're talking about community crossover it's also like Ruby has delved or like there's a big fan base in the furry community as well. So I've seen cosplays of people dressing up as Grimm and they're so cool. And I've had a couple people come to the booth and they're like, I am I am this Grimm. I'm like, hell yeah, you are. You look amazing. This is awesome. Like you can become a Grimm if you want to through the art of cosplay. That's absolutely. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Be anybody you want. That's why we love it so much. What about you, Casey? Any other characters you do? Uh, I do a lot of characters. Um, I think one type of character that I like to do a lot. I do monsters. Um, so I like to take a monster 
and Gajinkaify it, so make it like a humanoid type version. For instance, I've done that with Godzilla. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I took Godzilla and I made like this bikini styled Godzilla, but it's like really intense with lights. It floats in the pool. That's um, awesome. It's, it's, it's insane. Um, and I've also done it with uh, the Xenomorphs. Uh, so I was the queen. Um, I might have seen that video. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What are you going down the lazy river?" The yep. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I've done Jaws, the shark, uh, because I like sharks. Sharks are pretty cool, and I've also done Gizmo uh, from Gremlins because Gizmo is so cute, oh, and I yeah. love that movie so much. And I may be working on a Mothman because uh, Mothman. I really like That's Mothman amazing. too. <laughs> nice. Just don't let him in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> And that. You'll ruin all your all your cosplays. Oh yeah. no! All your cosplays. <laughs> Imagine. How about you, Miss Galaxy? Um, I do a lot of body paint cosplays and critical role cosplays, and I try to do uh, some Genlock cosplays. I have like two closets of cosplays. Something I haven't even shoot yet because I don't have time. My favorite cosplays really just really just Cami from Genlock, Velvet, Yang, and yeah, and body paint is whenever I have like a three day weekend to myself and then take all like time. five plus hours to paint. And then, yeah. So much time goes into cosplay. I just, I don't know how you all do it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in all seriousness, before you all got here, we we're talking about just like cosplay as an art form in general is so admirable. And like, of course, it's different forms of art and creation, but we like we go to conventions and, and y'all come to the booth to see us and be like, hey, we love Ruby. And we're like, we're huge fans of your work. You look amazing. Oh, my gosh. You made this entire thing by yourself. Incredible. We bow to thee. Yeah. It's like, can we go photo with you? Yes. Please. I love is there that. Any, so- is there any character that you guys would love to see more costumes of? Oh, Ooh. man. Yeah. Because I can imagine you see a lot of the main four. I feel like we see a pretty good selection, like a decent spread. I, actually. I remember we yeah. saw the first Professor Port at one convention. We're like, oh, wow. Oh, we didn't awesome. realize like we hadn't seen very much of that. Um, I love it when people do the lesser characters because they are so rare. Um, you know, when we see a Glinda or... <laughs> see a um, but yeah i mean just to see anyone's take on a character from the show that we're in is just so surreal and so cool but <laughs> my mindset's still in the furry community so i just want to see more zwai cosplay <laughs> that's where i am right now yes <laughs> i hope you guys go a million more seasons and create all kinds of more characters for everybody to love and cosplay um and it's such a treat getting to learn about your world and Truly. It's just I just think it's so cool that uh, that an American based anime has had this huge worldwide phenomenon fandom acceptance even in the manga community and all over. It's just it's just beautiful. So congratulations to you guys. It's, Thank, it's you. Just Thank you. Very amazing. Much. And I'm, I'll make Greg watch it before he comes on the show. <laughs> Yes, Thank you. Um, so before we wrap up, I just want to um, give everybody a chance to say one more time where we can find you. And also, if you have anything um, that's up and coming that you want to promote or any charities that you love, now is your chance to do so. Uh, you can find me on most social medias as Galaxy Queen Cosplay. And I'm actually in going go full on creative. Uh, I'm actually going for my full time job. And so, yeah, cheers to that. Woo! Congrats. Ooh, nice. Yeah, congrats. That's and awesome. slowly becoming a professional photographer. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. wow. Um, so I'm Casey, or I go by Labanac and Meglu Cosplays on most social medias. Um, 
uh, up and coming things. I am always working on cosplay like all the time. So <laughs> there's always that. As for things I want to promote, um, I definitely want to promote uh, uh, keep being safe. Um, your mental health is important. Um, also, uh, be considerate and like wear a mask when you're out in public. Um, we're going to get through this pandemic together, uh, like even though they were kind of apart. Um, but we're all there for each other. So um, that's right. Here, here. Mental health is very important. Um, we got this, fam. We'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> I love <Wise> you guys. <laughs> yeah. More meditation, more meditation. Yeah. <laughs> love that. I love that. Thank you, sweet one. Ashley. Um, I can be found on most social media as Iluna Neko or Ashley Iluna Neko. Uh, upcoming things for me. The first thing is probably the new shot from Ironwood. I won't, I don't want to spoil it, but the last scene where he has his big monologue. Uh, I tried to recreate that in cosplays. I'm very excited to see the result of that. And um, for the rest, I just want to tell everyone to please support your local artists because they're having a very rough time. As a costume designer myself, I can feel the pressure of the theater still not being open. So please, everyone, support your artists. And yeah. even if yeah. you can't support them money-wise, just share their work and, you know, try to help them. Ashley, you're dope. And what is going on to the left of you? <laughs> what is that? What is that mannequin? It looks, is that a person there? Is that your bodyguard? Oh, like, that yeah. looks so cool. This is a, my... This is my Raven costume in the background. I was gonna, I was gonna say, is that Raven? But yeah, that's yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thank that's you. So cool. Um, so for me, uh, you could find me again on all social media at B Dunkelman. Uh, as for things to promote, obviously Ruby Volume Eight is still underway, uh, depending on, of course, when this show is released. Um, but if not, we're always putting out new content on RoosterTeeth.com. We have our 18th anniversary coming up on April 1st. So we're going to be, I'm sure, scheduling some cool things throughout the month and on that day. So be sure to check out our website, roosterteeth.com, for all that fun stuff. And yeah, just as, as these lovely ladies were saying, um, please support artists and take care of yourself mental health-wise. Um, you know, reach out to people if you need. We're all kind of going through the same thing right now. It feels very lonely and secluded and isolating, but everyone's in the same boat, so we're all kind of doing this together so reach out if you need you're you're loved and you are important and this will we'll get through this just wear your masks <laughs> please goodness oh yeah for sure uh i don't even know if i said this at the intro and i apologize if i didn't but you can find me on social media at i am lindsey jones um spell about all, all the same there just like Barbara said, we're in the middle of volume eight for Ruby. Please check that out too. Um, right now, releasing has been a little bit wonky because we've had some storms in Texas. Please be considerate of the artists. They're working so hard. Send them some love. They could really use the support. They've been kicking ass. Um, along with that, uh, Rooster Teeth as a whole has recently put out a lot of content and support for Black Heritage Month. We're still running donations right now. Our donations and purchases go to the Austin Urban League. I believe the donation page is still up on our website right now. There was also a lot of content created for that specific purpose. Please go check it out. It's incredibly informative and important. Um, and to highlight more marginalized groups moving forward um, as we move into Women's History Month. Fantastic. We're going to be doing more of the same. So please check us out. Um, we're also doing live streams uh, involving the gameplay with Achievement Hunter, the department I mentioned earlier. But we're, again, we're going to be focusing on um, uplifting a lot of marginalized voices. Beautiful. Love that. Thank you, guys. This was nice. very lovely and special, and you're all just awesome, awesome kick-ass people. Thank you so awesome. much for, for joining us Can today we... and sharing part of your world. I mean, like I said, I didn't really know much about the show 
um, before joining Rooster Teeth. And it's a really beautiful world to explore. So thanks for letting us in a little bit. Yes, thank, thank you. Of course. We're looking forward thank to exploring for more with you. Namaste. Yeah. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Hey, Greg, that was a fun show. I loved it. My favorite ship it show yet. No, it wasn't. Not, uh, yes, it was. It was. I'm a, I authentically <laughs> loved the whole experience of talking to the people from Ruby, the actors. The cosplayers were amazing. And Rooster Teeth is, is such an amazing company for getting behind something like this and animating it and then getting us involved with the show. And it's just so fun and rad. I love it. I'm really glad we got to explore it. Check it out on Rooster Teeth and also the Ship It Show.